Welcome to The Kelly Roach Show, the place for no fluff, easy to implement, 20 minute or less business and leadership lessons to help you build a sustainable business that scales, lead with integrity and create a lasting legacy. I'm Kelly Roach, former NFL cheerleader and Fortune 500 executive turned eight figure entrepreneur. Let's get started. You guys, I have an amazing treat for you today. I have Mindy Paul on the show. He's actually one of our Legacy Leaders clients. He is just out there killing the freaking game. His energy is off the charts. He's changing people's lives with his work every single day. I'm so excited to have you here, Mindy. Welcome to the show. Kelly, thank you for having me. It's been such an honor to be invited and speak with you. Yeah, no, I'm glad to have you here. So you came into our world, I guess, what, like a year ago, a little over a year ago. And it's just been uh, amazing seeing you just crush the ball in your business. And I want to talk about, obviously, I want you to share your journey as an entrepreneurship and a little bit of how you arrived where you are today doing the work that you're doing. But then what I really want to get into is mindset, because your magic is literally like, helping people blow their own minds with what they're capable of. And you help people to just create those unlocks for success, which I know everyone wants and everyone needs. But why don't you start, Mindy, by just sharing a bit of your entrepreneurship story about where you came from, what you've built, why, and then we'll talk a little bit about mindset. Sure, absolutely. So it all started when I was eight years old. Um, A neighbor's friend came around. He had a Porsche back in like the 80s. I grew up in the 80s. And he promised me a drive in the car. He never turned up. And I remember Sunday, I was sat there crying, tears rolling down my eyes. And can you imagine me just like streaming down? I'm like, I associate that pain of lack of money. So right then I decided that, you know, when I'm old enough, I'm going to buy my own portion. I'm never going to feel this pain again because of the lack of money. So that set me off on my entrepreneurial journey. So at eight years old, I had an emotional impact. That is crazy. Okay. So you made a decision at eight years old that that was never going to happen again. I kind of feel like I have a little bit of a similar story because it was the whole financial lack thing. And I was like, no, I I don't subscribe to this. This isn't how life is going to go for me. So when you got into the working world, Mindy, and and even, you know, started, you know, breaking into the world of entrepreneurship, talk to me a little bit about like, what did that look like for you? Where did you get started? Why did you decide to build the business that you're running today? And then why don't you share a little bit about what what it is that you actually do? Sure. My first transaction, I remember it clearly. I was around 13 years old in the school playground selling cigarette lighters. I'd buy them for a buck and sell them for free. And can you imagine? I was the most popular kid in the school. All the girls were wanting to be my friend. They want to buy some flashy cigarette lighters. And, and I start to see like, you know, you can get buy something for a buck and sell it for free. Then it kind of just expanded. You know, then I went into like from then I went to like lots of different things, import, export, product creation, development. And I always had this spark. I'd always um, have something around entrepreneurship. Something always excited me. Rags to riches stories really resonate with me because I thought if someone can go from rags to riches, there must be some sort of formula out there. Some didn't know where it was a law. I knew there was some kind of magic. I knew there was some sort of magic. And I used to get into trouble as a kid at school. And I started to tap into my imagination and looking at the end result, what would it be like when I'm out of this trouble and I'm feeling the relief? So that led me on to like, you know, across multiple different industries. And um, when things really changed for me, 2016, I felt seriously ill. I, I was rushed into hospital and I was given 48 hours to live. And up until that point, you know, I was healthy, fit and healthy, I had two young children. And, you know, you always hear of somebody else dropping dead. You never think it's going to be yourself. And here I was lying there. The doctor came and told me, look, next 48 hours, I'm like, my whole world 
turned upside down in like a matter of seconds. And I remember right there, I lay in the hospital bed and I made two promises. One was that I prayed up to God, all right? I said, if you give me one more chance, God, I'm going to do everything. I'm going to fulfill my dreams and I'm going to do that. The second part of my promise was like, I'm going to make sure that anybody that I come across with never has to feel the regret lying on the deathbed, surrounded by the ghosts of your dreams with large, angry eyes, like Les Brown says, staring at you and saying, now we came to you for life. Now we must die with you. And that was a turning point. One of the things I wanted to work was with Bob Proctor and that happened and manifested that. So um, it was that defining point where I was doing things, but not the right way. I, was, I wasn't taking myself seriously. I had a crap mindset. You know, I would, I would give up at the first hurdle I could, you know, and, and I knew that I had to change because if I made a deal with the maker, I've got to keep it right. And so this is how I ended up getting into this, this industry that I'm in now, got close to Bob and the rest is history. So you're keeping that promise that you made. How many times have we all negotiated with our creator, right? And and then, you know, as things change, it's like you slip away from those promises that you made, but you followed through on that promise and you've really dedicated your life to changing other people's lives by understanding just the, the power of intention, how to change your thoughts, how to change your life, how to change your mind. So um, share a little bit about like the work that you're doing in your business today and how you're helping people to transform their lives. So really, like Kelly, the, w- the way I do this is like, I mean, I listen to all sorts of excuses from people, why they can't do something, why it can't be done. Now, I was in £65,000 worth of debt across five credit cards, five or six credit cards at this time. So I knew that something had to change and I had to work on myself, not saying a bunch of affirmations, buying a couple of books and reading them and all of a sudden I'm a manifestation king. But I had to really like understand who I was. Now, I, I had to understand that I'm not just a physical body, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm something much greater and I don't know how much potential I've got. And every time I have a call with anybody, I look at them as like infinite possibilities, you know, and I just help people change at the core. I don't take any BS from anybody. I'm, I'm a very strong character. I tell it as it is, you know, sometimes people don't need, don't want to hear the truth, but they're going to hear it. I've got this whole thing about beast mode mentality you know if you're going in on your dreams you you got to go in and full force you can't be like negotiating every single day right it's all in or nothing it's so true i love that and and i'm so happy to hear you say that because you know i feel like in culture today we've gotten so soft right everyone just wants to be in the flow and ease and all of these things and like that's wonderful but you know what if you have a goal if you have a dream you have to be willing to go all freaking in and not like pussyfoot around it and dance around it and dabble in it and dip your toe and you want it as long as it's convenient right but what you're talking about is how do you identify what that dream is for yourself and then literally commit commit yourself stop telling stories stop telling excuses go beast mode on that dream and actually turn it into reality now obviously you see and hear people before and after that transformation all the time. So you get to hear a lot of stories and excuses. And a lot of times we don't even realize when we're telling stories and excuses that we are because we're so bought into our own BS, right? So Mindy, Mm -hmm. how do you help people get out of the story and really commit and dedicate themselves to whatever that next level is for them so that they can break through? Sure, that's a great question, Kelly. Now, number one thing like anybody needs if they're going to achieve anything of consequence is desire. Now, if you don't have that spark within inside you, okay, 
I can't really help you. Now I can get that spark inside you. I can ignite it. I can put some fuel on that thing and blow that thing up, but you've got to want, you've got to want it bad enough. Now, one thing I, I say openly, and a lot of people don't really like me for this perhaps is that I say like mindset coaches are the ones that have the biggest effed up mindset in the world. And I got told this, I was a mindset coach and somebody says to me, I was working with somebody, I was complaining, bitching, moaning why everything wasn't working. It was the marketing, it was this, it was that. And this lady says to me, Mindy, you, you're supposed to be a mindset coach and you've got the biggest effed up mindset in, in the world. And I'm like, wow, that humbled me. And I'm like, you know what? You know, anybody can have a Facebook profile with a, I'm a mindset coach, I'm a manifestation king or queen, but listen, results don't lie, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So when, when someone is a high achiever, right? We have a lot of high achievers that listen to this show. We have a lot of people that have built successful million dollar businesses that are, you know, they're stuck at that income plateau. They don't feel like they have a money block. They don't feel like they have a mindset block, but yet they're not moving on to that next level. What advice or feedback would you give to someone that's listening to the show today that considers themselves a high achiever that doesn't feel like they have a mindset block, doesn't feel like manifestation is being blocked in their life, but yet they're not where they want to be or they're not progressing steadily there? What would you say to them? How do we help them get unstuck? I would. This is this is a great analogy. Now, I always say, you know, when you have a race, you have a finish line, right? Most people are already at that finish line at the ribbon. So you need to get that ribbon and you need to like move it forward. And say, look, I need to get, I need to push this ribbon forward. How can I get there? You know, how can I stretch myself? What, what do I want? How can I go after something that I've never done before that frightens me and I kind of really want to get it? So yeah. if you knew how to get there, you'd really be there. So you are as far as you're going to go and you can't, results don't lie. You are as far as you, if you could go further, you'd already be there. So it's like you, you have to be willing to go after it and take action even though you don't actually know how you're going to get there you you have to cognizantly say if i knew how to get there already i would be there i'm yeah. not there and so that means i'm going to have to take new actions take new risks take new steps forward even though i have no idea how it's going to play out i have no idea what the result is going to be but i challenge myself more yeah and here's the other thing kelly ego gets in the way I find when people are at a certain level, they, they feel they can't learn anymore. They feel they know it all. And ego is the biggest success killer. You know, we've got to park that crap up to one side and you've got to find someone who's been, who's been where you are. And then, you know, you've got to follow that person. Like what you do, Kelly, in your, in your coaching, in, in your world, it's phenomenal. You see some people achieving some phenomenal results, right? So they come to you for a reason because they know that they can't get there on their own. Yeah. They need you. And they've got to follow you, right? You've got to be coachable. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. It's so funny how I think sometimes um, people take them out, out of the, they take themselves out of the game by being uncoachable. I'll see a lot of very entry level people, for example, that will come into a coaching program and they'll say, this is too basic, you know, or I already know this, but yet they don't have the results that coincide with that basic thing, right? Whereas I feel like people that are champions that make it to very high levels are always like, no, there's always something for me to learn here. There's always, they're always humbling themselves over and over again to say, what's the perspective that I'm missing? You know, where, where is that opportunity and that fundamental that uh, I can go further? I think so many times people that are stuck at low levels are stuck in ego that prevent them from 
feeling the exposure of putting themselves in a space of uncertainty or discomfort or fear. And sometimes we don't even know, we don't even have the awareness that that's what we're doing, right? Yeah, I see that happening all the time, all the time. You know, I know this information already. Yes, I've studied the law of attraction for like 15 years. I've read Think and Grow Rich. I've read that book. Yes, okay, well, why are you not getting the results? You know, you, right. you've got to, you got to put your hands up and say, listen, this is as far as I can take myself. Okay, I need some help. You know, you got yeah. to, if you need help, you got to call out for help. Yeah, yeah. One side. It's a sign of strength, I always say. And speaking of Think and Grow Rich, I, I read that book every year. I've read it every year for, I think, 15 years now. I reread it every year and I get something new and, and something different out of it. Every single time, there's always something to learn. Um, but, you know, when you talk about law of attraction, I think there's so many misconceptions. And um, I think that there's a lot of misunderstanding of how to actually engage with the law of attraction. So can you speak a little bit to that? Oh, well, yeah. Don't get me started on this one, Kelly. Wow. So, you know what? People think that just saying a bunch of affirmations alone, doing a visualization, you know, um, reading a bunch of books, but they forget that there's an action element of this as well, right? Now, the law of attraction, the way I see it is like, just imagine you've got a DVD, you've got a Harry Potter film, okay? And now on the big screen, you want to watch Friday the 13th. Now, you're only going to watch what's on the big screen if you plug that video in, right? So we try to visualize big goals, but if we're not programmed, if we don't have that program in our DVD, our subconscious mind playing the right image, we want to earn a million a month. If we don't have that program, just because you're visualizing something, just because you're saying a bunch of affirmations doesn't mean it's going to happen. You know, so there's programming involved in, in, in attraction. And that's what people don't talk about. Your beliefs have got everything to do with what you attract into your life. You know, yeah. the movie The Secret came out, which was a great movie. But I think that confused the shit out of a lot of people. Yes. You know, yes. Um, because it removed the action piece. It did not oh. explain personal responsibility. It did not explain personal responsibility. And I love the secret too. And I love the law of attraction, all those things. But yeah, they forgot to mention the personal responsibility piece of yeah. how to bring the magic to life. Responsibility. Right? I love that word responsibility, yeah. right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So there's so much more that goes behind that. It's not just a bunch of like, um, just some manifestation, close your eyes and, you know, you, you got to be consistent with it. You know, you could. Yeah. Everything could be, you could be good when um, times are good, but when you have them dips and, and you've got stuff that's going on in your life that you don't expect, that's when it counts. That's when you've got to be in that high vibration and living from like already being there, right? Every, everybody can do it when the times are going good. It's when they're not going good. That's when you've got to be solid. For sure. For sure. So when you think about creating an environment, like I'll say in your mind and in your body, creating an environment in which manifestation and the law of attraction can actually be engaged. What are some of the things that you would share with the listeners today in terms of like actually getting themselves to a state where that's going to work for them, right? Because it's so much more, like you said already, beliefs yeah. and vibration and mindset and all of those things. Like what, what would you say are the first couple steps to create an environment internally in which sure. you can manifest externally? I love that question. So the first thing I always suggest is the identity, right? You've got to have the identity of where you want to go. You've got to know what that feels like to be at your goal. We become what we think about. We could say we become what we feel about. Okay. Yeah. But we've got to firstly create the identity, right? What would I be? What, who would I have to become if I was going to become a millionaire? What would I have to become if I was going to become a, a multimillionaire? How would I yeah. 
be if I was earning like 50,000 a month or 100,000 a month. So we've got to create the identity and we've got to have the feeling behind that. And you've got to step away from your external results, what you're currently um, seeing right now in your material world, right? You've got to go, you've got to go into spirit. So you've got to un understand that. Yeah. Yeah. So you said making sure that your identity is a match, right? Yeah. And, and you talked about um, you attract what you are feeling, right? Mm -hmm. And I, I think that's a really great distinction that I actually haven't heard before, right? Because they say, you know, that you attract what you think about, but it's like, what are you feeling, right? Because yeah. you're calling more of that. Um, and, and how about raising vibration? Like, talk to me a little bit about your philosophy around that. Sure. So you've got to really engage with the outcome, living from the end. I studied Neville Goddard's work, uh, The Power of Awareness, great book. Now, we've got to identify, firstly, what does the end look like for you? Okay. How does it feel? How would you be if you're already there? So you've got to really like connect with that energy. You've got to live there. I'd say 90% of the time you've got to call, um, create a habit of living in the end in your desired results, not your current results, because you live in your current world, you get current. I love what you just said. You said you need to live in your end result 90% of the time. And I just want mm -hmm. to repeat that back because I think that for most people, they live in a state of misery looking at where they are versus where they want to be versus living in a state of positive expectation of this is where i'm going to be right this is what i'm creating this is the journey that i'm on this is the end result that i'm in the process of right so i think that was a really great distinction that you just shared you said you have to live there 90 percent of the time yeah like i like, love that i'll share something with this i remember the first time i hit my first 100k month and um I'd really created the feeling around being at 100k a month. I was earning about maybe about 10,000 a month at this point. And for around about five or six weeks, I had really like drummed into my subconscious. I stayed true to that feeling of what would it be like if I was earning 100,000? And I remember when I hit the 100,000, somebody said, what does it feel like um, that you've just hit your 100,000? I said, listen, it can't feel any different to what I've already been feeling. For the past yeah. six weeks, I've been living there. That's so I can't tell you I've already been there before it actually happens. So you've got to yeah. you've got to feel the result before it manifests in your material world, or otherwise it's just not going to happen. That's how the law works. Yeah. Oh, that's so so good. That is so so good. I know they've done a lot of studies on athletes um, around you know the difference between those that uh, physically run the drills versus those that mentally run the drills and then the result that they got in actuality and that the science is showing now that the people that were running the visual drills had almost the exact same result as a person running the, the physical drill um, because they they just you know they're they're, they're building that that muscle that muscle memory um, so it's so interesting what you're saying here because you know, science is saying like, yeah, this mm. is, this is how the brain works. This is how you can orchestrate that end result in advance. Right. Yeah. It's how we live in the spiritual world. That's actually how we live in our physical world. Think about it. Most people are doing this backwards. Okay. So we're living in a spiritual world with our thoughts, our feelings and everything else. Now that's what we're going to attract into our physical world. But if people have got this so wrong. Yeah. So wrong. Yeah. No, that's, that's fascinating. So what would you say are like some of your top tips, especially since our audience that's here today is all entrepreneurs. Uh, you're an entrepreneur yourself, obviously. What are some of your top tips 
um, for individuals listening to the show today that are like, I need to get out of my own way. What are some some mindsets that they need to do or some questions they need to ask themselves or some changes that they need to think about that are going to help them create a quick unlock? Yeah, love that question. Don't be fooled by what you see. Okay, mm. create the feeling, live from the feeling. Now, we've got an imagination. It's been given us to create dreams. It's like our paintbrush. We've been given a memory to remember things from the past, but we can't live in the past. We must live in the, live in the future. So make mm. your future dream a present fact. In, in, emotionalize it, internalize it, and, and live by that dream like you're already there. If you're driving a Rolls-Royce, we've got some great successful people. If you're driving that, I don't know, if it's a Rolls-Royce Cullinan and you're thinking about private jets, just imagine that you're, you're in your private jet. You know, really start to engage your imagination and ask of yourself, what more can I do? How much more further can I go? Keep on saying, how much more can I do? Get that into your mind over and over again. I mean, look at what you've done with your companies. Phenomenal, right? It happened because you had a vision. Spend time creating that vision. Think of all the reasons why it can happen, not why it can't happen. That's really important. Really important. So good. It's, it's such good feedback. It's such good advice. And you know, it's stuff that you you really have to like work on managing your emotions. You have to work on identifying what thoughts you're having versus the thoughts that you need to be having in order to create the outcomes that you want in your life. So this is unbelievably powerful stuff. So Mindy, I know you do a lot of teaching. I know you do workshops and stuff like that. When is your next workshop coming up so that people can dive a little deeper into your work and get to know you a little bit better? Sure. Great. So the next one's penciled in for the 8th of, um, what's next one? May, is it? 8th of May. May. Yeah, okay. May the 8th. Yeah. So it's a five-day masterclass and it's going to be phenomenal. You know, it's going to be absolutely amazing. So I, I come from, let me tell you, like, I used to earn 2,000 a month, two to 2,500 a month. I used to work 100 hours a week, mm. 100 hours a week. Mm. And now we just had our biggest month, like, you know, we done half a million and that was really in a week. So I went from mm -hmm. like 2000 and that wasn't in like 10 years. That was in the space of about yeah. two to three years. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't have to take a long time to have that big jump. Yeah. If I can do yeah. it, I can't yeah. even spell. That's probably what most people don't know. I can't even spell. I speak too fast. You know, I break all the marketing rules. Maybe when I'm presenting and stuff, I, you know, I get so excited and stuff and you know, you work with the law, you work with the law. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So where can people go to find you online? Where can people go to find out about the May 8th workshop? Sure. Now I've got a, um, uh, a Facebook group. It's called Mind, Money, and Business. So go get into that group. I've got a the Mindy Paul Show, uh, my podcast. Thanks to yourself, and Perfect. yeah, just find me on, on on social media, Mindy Paul. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. So you guys, obviously, we always say on the show, mindset before mechanics. And Mindy is a great guy to get to know if you realize that you need to really up level your mindset and combine that with the power of the right mechanics to get the outcomes that you want. So definitely check out Mindy's work. Totally stand-up guy. We're so lucky to get to work with you, Mindy. I just love watching your energy, your passion, and I, I love seeing you and the team win. So congratulations on your success. Thanks for coming on the show today. Guys, we're going to put in the show notes uh, Mindy's links and how to get in touch with him and how to uh, join the group and listen to the show. And Mindy, thanks for being here today. Uh, thank you so much for having me. I've been sleepless nights all, all for this one day. I'm like, yes, let's do it. Thank you again so yes. much. Absolutely. Thanks for coming on. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Hey, if today's show was helpful for you, sharing is caring. Find one other entrepreneur that's ready to up-level their mindset and share this episode so they can tap into the magic. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys back here next week.
Thank you so much for listening to The Kelly Roach Show. If you enjoyed this episode, do me two solids. Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review so other people can find the life-changing content that we share here. We're on our way to number one and we need your help getting there. Thanks so much for being a part of the community and for tuning into the show each and every week.